Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Welcome back. This is Nikit Kereski from Eternal Elements, brought to you by Tess Online. We're in Season 8, and we're talking about international business. In my earlier podcast, I talked about the trade theories, and I spoke about the interventionists and the free trade theory. These are the two theories. The interventionist theory is about the invisible hand of the government that controls the trade. And the free trade, I talked about theories, which deal with the market forces, the demand and supply oriented forces. We shall in this podcast discuss two theories which belong to the interventionist theory of trade. The first theory that I want to talk about is the mercantilism. Mercantilism prevailed in the era 1500 to 1800. This was the time when colonies were being formed. There were these countries, which advanced countries, rich countries. They went in and they occupied countries so that they could practice mercantilism. Now, what is mercantilism? Mercantilism is all about exporting more than importing. It's about creating a trade surplus. Now what happens when you create a trade surplus? Obviously, there is one country which is not able to export to the extent that they're importing and therefore the exporting country then wants to cover the deficit. Now how does it cover the deficit? That importing country, which is importing more and exporting less, starts taking gold from the countries which are in deficit. This gold empowered the government to run armies and also to create and support national institutions. It's an amazing theory. A lot of people I have met say that mercantilism is good. In fact, in today's political circuit also, you find a lot of leaders who still believe in the theory of mercantilism. Now what happens? In the earlier parts of the world, in the earlier times of the world, what happened was that colonies were created. Raw materials were brought in from these colonies. Finished goods were created. I'll give you an example. Cotton was imported. And then textiles, which was sophisticated then relatively, not as compared to what it is today, cloth would be made and the same cloth would be exported back to the country from where cotton was brought in as raw material. Now, obviously, this finished good was more expensive. Now, the colonies could never pay back the amount because they were bleeding. And therefore, gold was picked up from these colonies. And ultimately, in the economic history, we realized that the colonies bled so much that they ultimately were rendered absolutely poor. And now, these countries didn't have any interest in therefore governing these colonies anymore. And they just exited. This is the whole theory of mercantilism. But mercantilism fails. When does it fail? Let's say there is a country in deficit in today's world. And you're holding their currency or their investments in your own country. And if you're doing that, it could be a scenario where this country 
is no longer able to serve the deficit and therefore what happens is maybe the currency devalues or maybe there isn't enough money available to hold on to and then ultimately you have to write it off therefore mercantilism doesn't work at all but in today's world we practice the modified version of mercantilism which is the second theory of interventionism it's called the neo mercantilism in neo mercantilism also a country practices as such a policy where exports are again more than the imports but the whole idea is that the surplus is used to achieve social or political objectives these are the two theories of interventionism i don't think export needs to be higher than import well why is that so because if you are running a mercantilism kind of a setup obviously which country in the world would want you to probably export more to them and import less from them because ultimately that's going to run into deficits and nobody wants to lose it cannot be a zero sum game right it's got to be a win win for everybody and therefore it's important to understand that the world moved into free trade and the whole idea of the world trade organization is to move into free trade in the next podcast i'm going to talk about free trade theories thank you very much this is nikit garaski signing off from eternal elements and i shall see you on the next podcast